up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, and I am joined by Mr. William Monroe. Will, how you doing? Steve, doing well. Just uh, get back from vacation myself here. Uh, appropriately sun, uh, sun tan, I will call it. And I wouldn't say tan, but definitely did a good job of not burning. So it's always a plus. There you go. Yeah. Good work. As close as I get to tanning, at least. Yeah, it's always a win when you can come out without that burn. It's like a main objective of mine anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Exactly. With it. I'm like, hey, I will. I screen up, and then it's it's all about reapplying. It's the key. Yeah, yeah. Every whatever. I don't know. I don't have like a set schedule, but I try to remind myself whatever hour, hour and a half. I don't even know. Yeah. It's just yeah. Just just go do it. It might be too early. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's just do it. <laughs> not worth not doing it for sure. Um. Yeah, and I was aiming for every like two to two and a half and ended up working out all right. Yeah, solid. Solid, solid, solid. Getting in some uh, beach time before the uh, the drafts kick in, huh? Yeah, yeah. Last, uh, I only ended up having two beach trips this year, unfortunately, but this was the last one of the year. So next weekend will be dominated by three drafts plus one here this coming Wednesday. So got some uh, drafts upcoming. Got hours, as we're mentioning there. Uh, our offline live draft and then my other offline home draft here the my kind of oldest main league uh that we're going to be doing a mock for today nice yeah um and do you want to go over all of the uh specifics with that the the team scoring and, and roster size yeah so for this league we are looking at 10 teams half points ppr um, we do have our draft order chosen like about a month out with uh, a randomized selection, so everyone kind of has their spot and uh, can kind of anticipate what they're looking at. We've got quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, two full flexes, so it could be anything but a quarterback there as a tight end and a running back receiver, your defense kicker, and then seven bench spots. Beautiful. Are you... Uh... You ready to kick it off? Yeah, yeah, I'll be uh, taking the eighth spot here uh, for my team itself, and then you'll be drafted out of the fourth spot. Yes, um, I think this time around, and not that I, I think the draft strategy is too different, um, but usually I draft wherever your dad is drafting. Um, and I'm going to put his mindset aside and just do whatever I want. Um, again, not that it, that it's too crazy. I think that the styles are pretty similar, but... Uh, who knows? Maybe just, that'll... Yeah, not asking for what would you do here. You're going all yeah. what you would do in the situation. Yeah, sometimes I try to get like an opinion of like, oh, you know, does he hate early quarterbacks? Do you think he's okay with, uh, uh, you know, this tight end here? You know, I'm going to throw all that aside and just do whatever I want. Um, So has team one, apparently. Justin Jefferson going with the 101. Oh, how about that? I know um, we've been talking him up. It's like the, you know, one or two wide receiver but i don't think we've seen him go one overall just yet yeah that, that's something else um calling your shot there so justin Jefferson at the 101 jonathan taylor 102 mccaffrey at the 103 um so here i am in the 104 um i think it's, it's pretty easily eckler for me you know we were coming down on him but we did that you know, did that math of if you take the touchdowns away, he's still like a top five guy. Mm-hmm. Forget where exactly he finished. Um, so that definitely restored some confidence. So it's definitely Eckler for me. Um, Cooks in consideration. So would be Cup. Um, but really those three guys. So 
Nothing more to really say. Everyone knows Austin Eckler is pretty good, so we'll just lock him in there. Send the draft Will's way. Derek Henry goes, Cooper Cup, and Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what he was anticipating as well. Um, we're looking at what we know of, and it seems like McCaffrey and Taylor will going to go one, two. Um, three, up in the air, could be receiver, you know, maybe Derek Henry. So he was anticipating you know, looking at Austin Eckler. So I think that uh, makes sense with what actually could be happening. So look what's on the board here after Dalvin Cook. Um, top options here, Jamar Chase, we've got Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Sean Diggs, DeAndre Swift. You've got all your tight ends, all your quarterbacks. Uh, not going to be either of those here with the eighth pick. Uh, it comes down to, do I want a running back or a receiver? And for me, they, they happen to be on the same team. You Joe Mixon and we've got Jamar Chase. Um, there's you know some running backs that aren't too far off. Najee, DeAndre Swift, Kamara. So I think I'm going to call my shot here on a receiver in Jamar Chase. For me, it was you know looking at the f- seven guys who went here um, and then Jamar Chase. So I'm basically anticipating taking one of the eight here with my pick. And you know, it just happened that they all went there, so I don't really have much of a choice. And we'll see what gets back to me here. But going to lock in Jamar Chase here with the first pick. After him, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift. Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb. Um, to that leaves here receivers, Stephon Diggs, Dante Adams, probably really the only options there. Um, tight end, Travis Kelsey's still there, so interesting option. And then at the running back position, we've got Najee Harris, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, probably the only three I'm really considering there. Um, I would say the tight end position is always interesting when you still have Kelsey there, you know, here beyond pick 12, so you're looking at kind of second-round grade overall, pick 13, and in 12-team leagues, I think you may see him go here. Uh, I'm going to hold off on the tight end position, but I, you know, definitely in consideration here with Travis Kelsey. Um, the other option, if I was looking receiver, Diggs would be really interesting if I wanted to go receiver heavy. Um, I believe I did that more recently, so I want to see if we just kind of strike a balance and see what the team looks like in that scenario. So comes down to the running back position, and I know we talked recently about it, but Najee Harris, I think, is a little more worrisome to me. Was was it um, you that I was talking to about well, the Frank injury? injury yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, and apparently he's he's had it. He's in within the recovery time frame, right? So four to six weeks. It said this is week four. Um, maybe he misses a game. You know, maybe he's ready for week one. But who knows how fresh he will be coming off of the injury. Um, so with that being said, I think for me it's a little easier to go Kamara here, just lock that, bring that position down. At this point, it seems like all of the worry about legal trouble is kind of in the rear view for now. Maybe it's something next season we see, but I would imagine we would have known something by now at this stage. So you know, it comes down to Najee, Aaron Jones, and Kamara. I think Kamara has the highest floor and ceiling, so uh, it's... Easy for me to lock him in there with Jamar Chase. So, lock in Alvin Kamara. After Kamara goes Najee Harris, Devontae Adams, and Stephon Diggs. We do have a team, double stack and receivers there with Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams. Yeah, so I am staring down Kelsey now. Um, The Kelsey option is there. It is, yeah. I haven't, uh, I don't do it too often. Um, But looking, you know, we got uh, 
Aaron Jones, super interesting. That it's man. If I want to play it realistic, that's probably what I would do. Um, CD Lamb, Debo, Mike Evans, all solid, and then there's Kelsey. I'm wondering if I could go Aaron Jones here and maybe Mark Andrews or something gets back to me. Um, I think Mark Andrews, like I'm loving him in the third if you can get him. And I guess at this point, yeah, it's within the yeah, early 20s, late 20s. Yeah, like with one tight end still here, that's going to, you know, someone's going to take Kelsey and maybe that allows Andrews to slip through. I'm betting not, but maybe. So I'm going to do what I would normally do. I'm going to draft Aaron Jones, give myself two running backs, really like him this year. Um, we'll see what happens. Fournette goes, Mark Andrews goes before Kelsey. They go back to back. Uh, team uh, one and two, pick oh, 209, 210. Uh, it's a shame, but uh, then we start the third with Javante Williams, Debo, and CD Lamb. So back on the clock. That's unfortunate. Uh, we got James Conner, Zeke, Etienne, Brees Hall, wide receiver. We're looking at Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, T. Higgins. Um, in a league where you could start four running backs, I think I'm just going to add another one and I'm going to grab Zeke up here. Um, Eckler, Aaron Jones, Zeke sounds pretty good. You know, even if Zeke's fading, you know, I, I'm okay. You know, I, I've I've said for a couple of years now, I'm I'm scared of his drop off because of the age, and that fear is still there. But the ADP helps where he's just lower now, so he should be like a solid volume guy. Gonna lock him in, get a third running back up front, and I think a, a solid running or wide receiver could still get back to me in the fourth, considering it's only a ten team league. So we locked him in. Uh, Zeke with the uh, 304 and then Tyreek goes Brees Hall and Mike Evans yeah and this puts me in an interesting spot um, T Higgins still here I think is one of the kind of regrets when you take Jamar Chase earlier Chase definitely has the higher upside but I think Higgins is going to be good as well and it kind of locks you into not being able to take them so you see him here uh, in addition to AJ Brown Michael Pittman, Keenan Allen DJ Moore, so some solid receiver options at running back. James Conner, Travis Etienne, David Montgomery. So it is starting to dry up a little bit there. Um, but I do see a few teams behind me that have all running backs already, so I anticipate some receivers going here. Um, so what I'm going to try to do is, is grab a receiver, and then you know, that'll lock up my first running back, two wide receivers. Next pick, I'll have flexibility to get my you know, second running back locked in or third receiver locked in, depending what gets back to me. And don't think I've taken him much this year, but I'm going to go with A.J. Brown. From everything we've seen at camp, he looks to be like the distant one targets-wise. And I think Goddard and, and Donata Smith will be, you know, mixing there too. And it just seems like the, the offense is going to want to pass the ball more. And at this stage here, later in the third round, I think it's a, you know, not a bad pick to pair up with the players I already have here in a 10-team league. And we'll see what gets back to me, whether it's Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman, or one of those running backs. But I just like the upside here of going with A.J. Brown. And as I thought, no running backs go here. So Kyle Pitts goes, and then Josh Allen, first quarterback off the board at the end of the third. Uh, Keenan Allen and Jalen Waddle next here. Um, Josh Allen's definitely in consideration, but... It's just too early for me to take quarterbacks. Definitely think he is the one-on-one there, though. So makes sense for Josh Allen going off the board. Um, so back to me here. It comes down to James Conner, Travis Etienne, and David Montgomery from looking running back. 
Um, but there is still some big time receivers. I don't think I can pass on a Michael Pittman here. It's, for me, you know, didn't not having Jamar Chase, T. Higgins is probably a little more in consideration. But with Chase on the team here, James Conner and Pittman, kind of the top two guys for me. And I am high on Pittman and low on James Conner relative to their current value. So I'm going to lock in my third receiver here, and you know, knowing that we need three. And see what it looks like, you know, not getting my second running back until the fifth round or later here. Get some experiment going on. So we've got Michael Pittman locked in. James Conner goes next. Mike Williams and then Cortland Sutton. That's a shame. I was really hoping Mike Williams or Cortland Sutton got to me. Um, Those were the two I had my eye on. But T. Higgins sneaks through. It's a solid Uh, roll one there with the team that you have. It is, yeah. I'm also staring. Like I could go four running backs and you know grab up an ETN or a Montgomery, um, but it just it seems pretty unnecessary. So I, I think wide receivers a play, um, tight ends. We still got Kittle, Waller, Schultz are out there. Um, got all our quarterbacks, but I, I just I'd rather wait. So I think Higgins makes the most sense. That's a pretty easy play in my book. Um, I'm I'm really surprised he. Uh, he got through here. So we're going to lock him in. I, I definitely haven't been drafting him too often, but uh, he has fallen here. I will scoop that up. ETN goes right after DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks. That rounds out the fourth round. AJ Dillon and Cam Akers and Terry McLaurin go. Um, it is interesting. We liked Brandon Cooks a lot in that kind of like June, July time frame. And I don't remember what his ADP was, but it wasn't this high. Like no, you don't really draft him anymore. Late thirties, right? Yeah. Forty, yeah. I guess, yeah. technically. I was thinking today, like, because we don't do mocks like once a month or once every like we do them every week for three months. Yeah. Just so many things change. Like I remember I used you know, I used to like Mostert a lot because he was so late. That's a good gamble, but like you just don't hear a lot about him anymore. So he's kind of fallen off. Brandon Cooks has gotten too high. Jalen Hurts was a good big quarterback for us early on. Mm-hmm. He's gotten high. We don't really draft him. Yeah, ADP here and there. In yeah, he Pierce gets in there. up as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Gabe Davis has moved up. Um, and so yeah, it just opinions are, are changing and, and things are kind of moving around. Um, Pittman has moved up. Um, like Pittman, I liked him, but I feel like you're drafting him at a ceiling at this point. I, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> mm. You know, so. Uh, yeah, things are changing. And one of the things that changed is, you know, I, I'm hesitantly rising on Allen Robinson. The problem is I look at Allen Robinson. I don't like anyone around him. Like, I don't want Deontay Johnson. I don't want Metcalf. I don't want Hollywood. Um, Darnell Mooney, it's too early for us. So I feel like I want a wide receiver right now. Allen Robinson's the safest one. Um, so he's going to be the one I... I I go with. I would have never drafted him come June because he was way off, but he's he's gotten back on the board, and uh, he just makes sense given the pieces surrounding him. So, going to add him here, get a second wide receiver for this team. David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs go, and then uh, Deontay Johnson right before you. Yeah, so some interesting wide receiver values there. A um, couple guys, even after Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, Deontay Johnson. <clears throat> I think that's pretty solid value there in the fifth. I guess we're looking, if we're looking at ADP, yeah, that would be, what, 44 and 47. So pretty solid, even as a late fourth-round picks in um, in 12-team leagues. But kind of cuts off the receiver position. DK Metcalf still there, you know, good value overall. 
um, Darnell Mooney, Jerry Judy. But given that I've got three receivers already and there's a few running backs I still like, I think that's going to be the move here. Um, the guys that are an option for me just, uh, would be Elijah, Elijah Mitchell and George Kittle. I'm sorry, uh, Elijah Mitchell and Chase Evans. George Kittle and Justin Herbert also options, though, when I'm, when I'm looking at the team here. Now, one quarterback already gone behind me, so if I wanted to go quarterback, I think I'd probably give it another round to see if he gets through uh, just the team nine there. Um, but George Kittle is interesting as well. You know, get that upgrade at the at the tight end position. I think he is kind of the last tight end that you know on the top end that I'd like. Um, definitely better than Waller. I don't know if we saw the reports that he's. Um, I believe they said he practiced once since like the end of July. So he's. Yeah, I yeah. was always worried about him to begin with, but yeah, that's uh, not ideal. No, definitely not ideal. So. It comes down to, you know, do I want to get that positional advantage in like a Kittle um, or Herbert, or do I want to grab that running back um, in, in like an Elijah Mitchell? It, it's tough. Um, I think I want to see what happens if I do opt out and see if, if a Mitchell sneaks through or, you know, end up just going with the Chase Edmonds. And I think the, the, the main advantage here is going with the Justin Herbert, I think. You do have this that major upside, and on the back end there, I can get you know whichever running back it's through. But here at this stage, late in the fifth round, uh, I you know more than okay to take one of the top quarterbacks here, and Josh Allen and and Justin Herbert. So gonna lock in Justin Herbert here, and and looks like he may have went there just given that another quarterback went. We had DK Metcalf and Jerry Judy then end the fifth round, and then Elijah Mitchell and Patrick Mahomes in to begin the sixth round here. Um, so getting back to me, uh, still looking at George Kittle on the board, which is appealing. I usually don't go early on both of them, but those are kind of elite options at the positions. Um, but given you know what I would have to wait on the running back position, it just would be too tough, and I don't think I can pass on grabbing um, one of the top guys here. And it comes down to, do I want to go with like an upside guy like J.K. Dobbins, um, who doesn't look like it's guaranteed to play in week one and we'll see how healthy he is or going with what i presume is you know the top guy in miami and chase edmonds um we have damien pierre i'm sorry damon harris here miles sanders we still have some other options but i just don't think that i can pass on chase edmonds here and start getting that running back position built up a little bit um but i think having alvin kamara having you know top three QB, possibly QB1, as well as a strong receiving core. Definitely gives me some flexibility there. So I'm going to lock in Chase Edmonds here. After Chase Edmonds goes Lamar Jackson, George Kittle, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah, so taking a look, um, you know, any of these running backs would have been nice as my fourth, Clyde, Chase, uh, Mitchell, that would have been nice. Um, looking at the remaining ones, Dobbins, little iffy on as a fourth, that probably works out fine. Um, Gibson, who everyone was down on, is now kind of forced back up given the Brian Robinson situation. Um, so I had no idea where he's going to end up going in drafts. Um, Damon Harris, I'm not that interested in. Sanders, okay. Penny, I don't, I don't think I can do Penny. And then Kareem Hunt, who I'm kind of rising back on after being down on earlier in the year, but I feel like it's too early again. Um, 
where a wide receiver, you know, we still got Hollywood Brown if you want to take that shot. Darnell Mooney's here, Gabe Davis, Rashad Bateman. So it's real solid options. Got a lot of top quarterbacks left. Um, I, I was wondering if I'd have to make a Patrick Mahomes decision here. Um, that would have been that would have been tough. Um, but I think I'm going to turn back to the the wide receiver position here. Um, and I think we're gonna take a shot on Darnell Mooney. It, it's close between him and Gabe. Um, Gabe with the better offense, but the clear number two, also kind of like a sporadic history. Um, Darnell Mooney, you know, pretty solid. He's definitely the one on his team. Um, so I think I'm going to follow that, you know, maybe Gabe Davis gets back to me, um, and I can grab him up again. And, and if not, maybe I consider Bateman too. So we'll see what gets back to me. And I'm not wanting any specific position, which is kind of a good spot to be in. Um, it is not going to be a couple of these guys. So J.K. Dobbins goes. Um, Hollywood Brown does go. Kyler Murray. And then Gabe Davis. That's the 6-7 turn. Antonio Gibson finally goes 702. And then Juju at the 703. So Bateman does get here. Um, I do got to do another running back check. It hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, I would like to get a fourth, but I probably want to roll the dice. Cause as you know, as far as fours go, I'm fine with Sanders. I'm fine with Hunt, Pollard. Um, Stevenson, Pierce, probably Singletary, Melvin. So I'm pretty comfortable with all them. I'll take a shot over Rashad Bateman, get a young second year wide receiver, you know, coming into, you know, a lot of targets that have been vacated with, with Hollywood going, um, not the most pass heavy offense in the world. Um, but they can support him. So I'm going to lock that in there. No, I haven't drafted him too often, but, uh, I like him compared to the other options here. Godwin in consideration, but we'll grab up Rashad Bateman there. Jalen Hurts does go right after me, 705, Brennan Ayuk, and then another tight end in Darren Waller. Yeah, and uh, the the running back gods were nice to me here. Uh, the three that went, I mean, J.K. Dobbins was the only one I was really potentially interested in, um, considering them there. But, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I think that's going to be a pretty big time time share. Um, and, and still not very interested in Antonio Gibson, even though, as you mentioned, his, his value goes up a little bit, you know, given that likely is going to be the, the top guy to start the season, at least until you have Brian Robinson, you know, healthy and ready to play. Um, so looking at the options here, you know, at the tight end position, have Schultz, Goddard, TJ Hawkinson, Zach Ertz. At the wide receiver position, Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, um, Ross St. Brown, Elijah Moore. Uh, still quite a few receivers, and, and given that I've already got three, got some flexibility there. Um, and then at the running back position, top guys here, Damian Harris, Miles Sanders, Rashad Penny, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard. Um, so for me, first one here is going to be Damian Harris. Um, I know I think he's been kind of just been getting discounted a good bit, you know, because of the, the war of Stevenson behind him and other young running backs, but you know, push comes to shove, he still is the top running back here. Um, and for me to get him as my third running back this late, you know, I think it's a good upside shot to take. And you know, if they end up being a run-heavy team again, could be a very usable option here. So, going to lock in Damian Harris first. After Harris, Michael Thomas, Mari Cooper, Chris Godwin, and Damian Pierce. There's the uh, ADP jump there, Steve. Seven seventy-two when it comes to CD. Yeah. Felt like yesterday that we were taking shots on him in like the thirteenth round. Like, yeah, maybe he'll win the job. Yep. Yeah. There's him and uh Agair or whatever. Yep. And uh he has ascended. Definitely made the move there. So 
like unless you were drafting a few weeks ago or earlier, you're probably not going to see him at least at a good value pick anymore, unfortunately. Um, but if we're looking at, for me, I'm, I'm looking at probably another running back um, or possibly a receiver or tight end if there's you know, decent value there. Um, looking at the board here, we do have looks like five teams have taken their tight end here. Um, one behind me, four on the other side. So got some flexibility there. I'll probably hold off on the tight end position and, uh, at this point. So we're looking at either getting another receiver, another running back, uh, wide receiver, looking at Amon Rossi Brown, Elijah Moore, looking at um, really the and, and Adam Thielen, I guess, is a decent value there as well. I think he's been discounted a lot, um, but we, we were seeing him just kind of constantly, you know, his ADP getting dropped. And I think we could definitely see him stepping in and looking like himself again. Um, you know, we're saying we're looking at him as a potential age cliff guy, but I think there's a good chance that, you know, at the ADP that we're looking at him at here, you know, probably end of this round, early ne- next round in the in the 80s, I think it's still a good value. So definitely someone that you can look at later in, in drafts there. but. For me, I do want to lock in uh, another running back here as there's not too many left. Um, the one that sticks out to me is Kareem Hunt. I, I think here at this stage, even though he's you know, in a timeshare there with Nick Chubb, they, they both are the you know clearly talented players and going to demand their fair share of carries on the team. And you'd imagine it's going to be a pretty run-heavy team at least to start the year. So. Getting him as my fourth running back here, you know, needing depth of the position. I think he's a guy that, you know, worst comes to worst, I, I could plug in as my RB2 and be okay with it, you know, given the depth of the rest of the team here. So locking in Kareem Hunt after Hunt, Amon Ross St. Brown, Elijah Moore, and Ramondre Stevenson. Well, Stevenson going's a shame. Um, he was definitely on my list. Um, so we're looking at top of ADP, and it's my guy Dalton Schultz, um, who I am struggling with because I, I just I love his upside, just because there's so few options in Dallas. But man, I hate drafting tight ends in the middle or early. Like if it ain't a late guy, I don't like doing it. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of struggling with that. And in, in a ten team league, I feel like he is more of a detriment given the. The draft capital you get and the fact that he can't be a one, like I could just punt and get a commit or an Njoku and, and get someone that's probably going to end up being similar to him um, in a like game-to-game standpoint. So not super interested there. I would really like that another running back. It's pretty much the same guys except for the three that I wanted. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Will. Um, but uh, I'm, you know, I'm still happy with Sanders. Pollard, Singletary, Melvin Gordon, um, some solid options there still at wide receiver, Thielen, Devonta Smith, uh, Drake London, who I drafted in a mock the other day for the first time I think ever. Yeah, I got him um, in a real draft over the weekend here. Did you? One yeah, of the first yeah. Ones, yeah. Someone he just you know the guys around him didn't seem appealing. Um, I think at the time it was like London, Renfro, Kirk, Lockett, Woods. You know, and he just seemed like the clear guy. Um, I am looking at Thielen here. Like you said, you know, he's he's looking pretty good. Um, he's somebody when we talked about risers and fallers, he didn't make my cut, but he was kind of my reserve guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like I'm not really rising on Juju anymore, and I've I've plugged Thielen back into that role. Um, 
So he would be interesting. And given I have so many running back options that I like, I could just pick whoever gets to me. Um, and I think I'm going to roll that dice and see if that works out. So I'm going to lock in Thielen. Um, he'll be a nice stable guy given, you know, I'm taking a shot on Bateman, you know, pretty confident in Bateman, but you know, we haven't seen great production from him yet. Um, Donald Mooney's on a bad team. Allen Robinson's coming with issues given how bad he looked last year. So Thielen, I think is a good stabilizer for this team. Um, Schultz does go right after Drake London, Hunter Renfro, uh, Cordero Patterson. That's the turn. And then Russ and Trey Lance. Shame. There's two of the quarterbacks that I was looking at. Um, so that sucks, but all my running backs do make it through, um, of this group. I am terrified to trust Singletary despite what he did. It's, we got so many seasons of him being so average. It's just, it's worrisome. I think I'd rather have, ah, I can't have Pollard because I got Zeke. Oh man. Glad I checked that. That would have been a, uh, that been a snafu, problem. yeah. 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 I should have considered that. I guess Sanders is the guy. Um, that's worrisome, but that offense as a whole should be better. Um, again, like you said, more pass heavy. So that, that's going to be a shame, but he, he can benefit from that too. So we're going to lock in Sanders here. DeAndre Hopkins goes Joe Burrow, Tyler Lockett. Does that mean every team has a quarterback except for me? Like it, I yeah. am good. Yeah, I'm good with that spot. Yeah. And especially given the guys that are left here, you still got Brady, Dak, Stafford, Rogers. He still have good options that, you know, can definitely finish his QB one as the AQ. Dak or Brady? Curious. I don't know, man. I've had to make that decision a lot. And, and we made that decision in our dynasty league to, we did, to pivot yes, there. Yes. Obviously, I think a lot of the I think the pendulum is swinging back toward Brady at this point with the Tyron Smith injury news for, for the Cowboys. Definitely not going to be great. Um, and I don't think, you know, you can rely on, oh, well, Dak will be able to scramble more because I don't, I don't think they want him to after the injury that he had a couple years ago. So I definitely think I'm a little more down on Dak than I was. Um, I, I, you know, still go with him over Stafford or Rogers, but I think I would go Brady there. Okay, fair enough. I, I've gone back and forth, mm. so I have no clear answer. Yeah. Um, well, you know, they're your two top two quarterback options, so we'll see how long Steve waits to make that decision, uh, and if any of our league mates here take a second quarterback to ruin that for you. Um, but comes back to me here. Still three solid tight end options here. Goddard, Hawkinson, and Ertz. Um, I do like Goddard the best, but already having AJ Brown makes it a little more difficult. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is just kind of give it a round. You know, obviously I'll still have at least two of those options available here in the next round and then be able to make that decision, uh, there. So looking at the, Receiver, we've got Devonta Smith, Alan Lazard, Christian Kirk, Chris Olave, uh, Kadarius Tony. Uh, running back position here, Shad Penny, got uh, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary, uh, Melvin Gordon. Daryl Henderson's an interesting one that's a little further down there, uh, but I think at this stage, he's someone that has been very discounted, whereas you have Cam Akers still going pretty high. And, and I could see that being a pretty even split. So, be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, another interesting option here is, is Rashad Penny. I know just a couple of days ago, it looks like he tested positive for COVID, so he didn't get to play in the last preseason game. Um, but I've seen a lot of people looking at that almost as a 
you know, blessing in disguise early on here. I mean, maybe that means that he's less likely to get it when the games are actually mattering and you kind of have a built-in immunity for a bit. Um, but I think other than that, as far as I'm aware, there's no, you know, he doesn't have any other injuries. Uh, I think he maybe had some nagging ones early on. From what I could tell, he's been healthy, right? No, he got hurt weeks ago. I forget what it was, um, but he did get something. Groin, maybe? Uh, groin or hamstring, I want to say, um, which was my takeaway when he got COVID and couldn't play the game. I was like, oh, good, another week of rest exactly. for Penny. Um, but I, I feel like they're uh, feel like they over that. He's good. Yeah, so I think he's good. And, and, and you know, given that I've been loading up at the running back position, trying to make sure I can get a couple that hit here. There's still you know, a few receivers that I like that I wouldn't mind getting, you know, looking into the next round for. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Rashad Penny. I think it you know, buys me some you know, more time to let the other guys figure it out. As, as I think he's going to be a good week one starter as long as he is healthy, especially with Ken Walker not playing. So going very heavy on the running back position. After that, Christian Kirk, Devonta Smith, MVS, and Alan Lazard all go off the board. Um, so back to me here. All three of those tight ends are still available. Um, so that's definitely interesting. Um, with the receiver, we've got Robert Woods. Um, Kadarius Tony, who I see he just got hurt, I believe. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, he, he got hurt. Yeah. I know he's been kind of a riser. And unfortunately, it looks like you know him being hurt is going to hurt the team overall. Um, but Chris Olave, Traylon Burks, Chase Claypool still on the board here. Uh, we got you know Garrett Wilson a little further down. For receivers, it's really just Robert Woods or Chris Olave. If I'm looking at the two of them, um, what seems like a pretty solid value, you know, given where he is, it, it seems like he's on track to play. Uh, you know, coming back from was an ACL last year, right? Who was that? Robert Woods. Oh yeah, it was a, a torn ACL. Torn ACL. Um, yeah, he uh, by all indication he's perfectly fine. Yeah, and I mean at this stage you're looking at like upside shots of young guys that are taking the next step. You know, outside of like Woods and Claypool, you know what you're getting out of like a Tyler Boyd. So I like you know the relative safety and volume that I think we're going to see from Robert Woods. So getting him as my fourth receiver here, you know, just a little like more depth to it with the kind of floor base of a depth uh, probably not the highest ceiling but a good floor depth with the top three that i have already and then being able to kind of just take some shots on some younger guys later so gonna lock in robert woods here and get some balance uh you know getting my fourth receiver after him Traylon burks Devin singletary and george pickens so another uh ah. another riser there in george pickens yeah yeah Somebody who seems great for Dynasty, I'm not sure I'm in on him for a redraft, but um, that's a shame the Singletary went because I was going to scoop him up at another uh, running back here, but uh, the lone running back in this run of wide receivers, um, that is tough. Uh, but I do think there's a, a clear answer here for me. I'm going to play the ADP game a little bit here. I'm going to go back and forth, one wide receiver, one running back. The wide receiver that I want, you know, as you said, you know, Tony's been dealing with some injuries. He dealt with a lot of injuries last year. So I'm now I'm usually putting Chris Olave above him um, as far as my rookie of choice here late. Uh, well, not rookie. Tony's not a you know, rookie, but breakout kind of of choice here late. So we're going to lock in Olave and then we're going to hope that Henderson gets back to me. 
Um, let's take a look. Russell Gage goes, Ken Walker, Tony Pollard, Melvin Gordon, Garrett Walk, uh, Wilson, and Tyler Boyd. So that works out. Um, got a little worried because Melvin Gordon was going to be my backup if uh, Henderson got picked. Uh, but uh, alas, everything is good. So yeah, like you said, you know, I've definitely been rising on Henderson. It seems like it's going to be a 50-50 split. Because <clears throat> isn't isn't all right uh, or is it 100% yet? So uh, he seems like a great pickup here in the 11th round. You know, even at 50%, that could be fantasy gold on the Rams offense. So we're easily going to lock him in, probably start turning to quarterback and tight end um, in the next round. I will ask you, since this is your, uh, your league here, do people tend to draft two quarterbacks? Um, split, you'll see maybe a couple, definitely, I'd say less than half. Um, but you'll okay. probably, I'd say that probably like three ish, three and a half, maybe okay. if we are sitting over under. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. So I'm, I am still comfortable waiting. Um, so we'll lock in Henderson here and we will, uh, turn to the quarterback and tight end maybe next. Kadarius Tony goes, Michael Carter, and then James Cook. All right. So looking at the receiver position, Chase Claypool still sitting here is really interesting. I know, obviously, the George Pickens hype has been rising, but I still think Claypool is going to be on the field, even if Pickens is looking good. You know, they'll run a lot of three receiver sets. And, you know, like we said, we're not thrilled about the offense, but I mean, here, you know, looking at what the end of the 11th round, so we're in the hundreds when it comes to numbers, you know, picks. Chase Claypool seems like a steal here. Devontae Parker is also an interesting option. I think we were talking about him uh, as, you know, getting a fresh start there in New England. Um, and another one that I am I'm torn on and, and maybe rising a little bit um, just to stash. I don't know how you feel about Michael Gallup. It seems like they're saying he's going to make the active roster and not start on the pup. Doesn't mean he's going to play immediately, but what do you think? Like, any thoughts on Michael Gallup? You know, looking to be ready earlier rather than later. I find it tough because it, the pup's what six games? Uh, four, I believe. Four. So, like, he could be missing three, mm. or he could still miss four. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it doesn't mean he's definitely not missing any games. Yeah, like to to have a guy that just sits on your bench for three weeks or for a unknown amount of time sucks. If it is just one week, I think that's a big win because you know he, he's been a good fantasy producer before. Dallas is a good offense; they'll need him there. Um, so I think from that standpoint, it would be a nice win. But man, if he ends up sitting there for three or four weeks, you can't cut him. Because, you know, I will say our league does have IR spots. So guys that are injured, either pup out I'm or okay IR, you can, you know, basically stash them and, and then use that roster spot. Come then, yeah, I'd be good then. I'd so and that's where I'm that. just trying to decide, like, you know, when is the appropriate time to take him? Because, you know, he could step up and be the number two there. Obviously, as we said, offense is, is you know, maybe a little scarier because of the injury to their tackle. But. Yeah, is this a time that you would consider taking a guy like him, or are you waiting a little longer, but he's now on your board instead of being off your board? I'm fine with it. Um, Claypool, I'm I'm not that interested in, just given the offense, you know, Pickens coming around, you know, second second year Friermuth, I'm just not there. Um, Skymore is fine if you want to take a dart throw there. Jacoby Myers, I mean, he's fine. 
he's not going to be great. Um, I'm, I'm falling a bit on Parker because it, it seems that Myers is the best wide receiver there, which, which isn't good for Parker. Um, Rondell Moore, kind of like Sky Moore. If you want to take the shot, sure. Um, we know what Landry is going to be when he always is probably. And then you got Chark and Dotson. Um, Chark, I've been drafting late too. Um, so in of all of those, I'd probably draft Dotson first and then grab a Gallup. Um, and then Chark is, is kind of in there, but you know, of all those wide receivers, I probably would draft Gallup before any of them, especially cause you got the IR. If you don't have the IR, it'd be a different story, but with the IR, yeah, I'd take him above all of them. He's got more upside than everyone. I think. Yeah, I think the only one well, for me that's is not true. Chase Sky Claypool. Moore's got a lot of upside. Uh, but. Yeah, Sky Moore definitely upside too. I think the only one just as a whole that I, I would rather take a shot on was Chase Claypool. Um, obviously, he's got the name value that he would be pretty much locked into your roster for a little while. Because not someone you're going to want to cut, but you know, it could easily he could come out and have that four or five touchdown game. And, be a guy that you can plug in when you need upside or possibly be someone on, on the trade block. So I think for me, it's probably Claypool, um, but Gallup, you know, would probably be the next one off the list there and possibly in the next round. But just given that I, I only have four receivers at the, at the moment, would probably want to lock in a fifth receiver um, and then, you know, have that in the next round or two, if, if he's still available. So We'll lock in um, first Mr. Chase Claypool, James Robinson, Jacoby Myers, Julio Jones, and Sky Morgo. Interesting that all of these tight ends that we saw just a few rounds ago are still there. Dallas Goddard, TJ Hawkinson, and Zach Ertz all still available. Um, all the teams? No. No, teams. that's what I was thinking. I just assumed yeah, I was going to be two. punting, but me. One, two. Yeah, so there's four? Yeah, four of us, even the team behind me, too, that still don't have it. So I think, wow. you know, while Dante Parker, Michael Gallup are interesting shots here, John Dotson, another one, as you mentioned, that's interesting there. Um, running backs, not thrilled with some of the top guys. They'd probably rather take some later shots. So for me, I'm, I'm looking at either a tight end or, or a receiver. Do I want to go with a, a Michael Gallup tie-R, Devontae Parker? John Dotson, um, or do I want to just lock in one of the top tight ends? And for me, it's going to be going with the tight end position. Um, I don't like to double down on receiver options, but this late getting a Dallas Goddard, I think he is going to be in for a big year. And I just don't think I can pass up on him. I like Hawkinson as well, but I think the Eagles offense is going to be clicking a little bit more than the Dallas offense. So going to lock in uh, Mr. Dallas Goddard. I'm sorry, more than the Detroit offense. I'm going to lock in Dallas Goddard here. Devontae Parker goes next. Rashad White and then Nico Collins. Well, I uh, I said I'd be looking at quarterback and tight end here, but as you said, tight ends just aren't going. I was thinking more would start going. Yeah, um, there's only one so, person around you there that's you know, needing a tight end. Yeah, so I'm just going to I'm going to pass on that. Um, I will. Uh, I, I mentioned Dotson. And I think that's who I'm going to uh, be picking here. Looking at the running backs, Gainwell's interesting, you know, McKissick. It's about it. So I'm sitting on five running backs, and that may be where I end up. I mean, I'll grab one more in there somewhere. But, um, yeah, I think Dotson's my guy. You know, we're looking at most of the same wide receivers that I mentioned before at the top of the board. Um, I like Dotson. I like Chark. 
you know, given this league has an IR, Gallup's there. Um, Landry's interesting for for certain teams. Um, I'm gonna take another upside shot on Dotson there. Grab another rookie to see if we can get a breakout there. Alexander Matson, Mostert, Kenny Galladay, Ronald Jones, and then I just got burned. Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, back to that back. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, back to back and double quarterbacks. But yeah, I mean you're gonna see that here with just a few rounds left. Quarterbacks are gonna go. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, with that said, I'm, I'm I'm feeling less inclined to go grab a uh, a quarterback now. Yeah, I'm gonna think. But gonna does that mean some other round. yeah some other teams near me go double up because there are only a few guys that you like um, available there? Yeah, I mean it's weird to look at Rogers and they'd be like I don't like Rogers, but it probably would be Rogers. The Stafford injury has me worried, and then after that, it's, it's Kirk. Um, so yeah, I guess I will take the shot on Rogers. Just get my guy in there. Um, and, uh, having Aaron Jones means I will get darn near every touchdown that uh green Bay scores. So that's a pretty good offense to have that for. So we'll lock him in there. There goes a tight end TJ Hawkinson, um, Brian Robinson still being drafted here, luckily in the 13th round. So mm-hmm. big impact, um, Isaiah Spiller goes, you're back on the clock. Yeah, so back to me. Um, and Michael Gallup's still here. This is a place where I think I'd be more comfortable taking him. Rondell Moore, Jarvis Landry, DJ Chark. Um, good options, but not options that I think I you know, would feel bad passing on for a guy that I'm going to have IR'd for a bit. And the only other position I'd be looking at would be running back, and they haven't moved much. You still have Kenny Gainwell, uh, Cole Herbert, and Tyler, Tyler Algier as guys that I'm looking at. And I'm going to, you know, be pretty confident that at least one of them is going to make it through the next round. So going to lock in uh, Mr. Michael Gallup. After him, we have Naeem Hines, Dawson Knox, Marlon Mack, and then Kenny Gainwell. So back to the running back position here for me, and it's Khalil Herbert um, or Tyler Ozier. I've seen a lot of people talking up you know, the, the Chicago offense, um, splitting the running game a little more this year with Dave Mon- than, than put, giving it all to David Montgomery, if you've seen in the past. So Herbert's someone that I've been interested in late rounds here. Um, but I think for me, Tyler Algier is more of an upside to potentially jump in and snag a, a RB1 role on what I think is going to be a slightly better offense. I mean, we'll see. Um, both Chicago and Atlanta probably aren't going to be Competing for the playoffs, and and probably not on your top, you know, top end offenses. But I think if one of them does, it's going to be Atlanta. They have a lot more weapons available to them, and if Mariota can just manage the team well, spread the ball around to Pitts and London, could get the running game, you know, a little bit more involved. So we're going to lock in Tyler Algier here to get another running back after Algier, Cliff Herbert, Matt Stafford, and Mark Ingram. Yeah, so I think. uh gonna do a strategy that i i tend not to do um I'm double, gonna double QB? Up the tight end Ooh, no double not double end QB. double tight end i'm gonna lock in zach Ertz first um i think if you're going double tight end he makes a lot of sense because he's gonna be he should be good for the first six games mm-hmm. um sony goes jd mckissick Nico harman Derek Carr, Jarvis Landry, Wondell Robinson. That's a shame because he probably would have been my next pick. And then my last one would have been a, uh, 
a different tight end. So that's a shame. Um, looking at the running back position, there's no one I am super interested in here. So I'm just going to keep not drafting them, I guess. Uh, Mike Davis as a, you know, maybe one or two week kind of guy, maybe. Um, wide receiver. He's still got Rondell Moore, DJ Chark, uh, KJ Osborne. So I think I'm going to make another play here. I'm going to grab Chark. Just see, you know, week one, week two, see what he's got. Uh, left in the, or not left in the tank, but what he can do in, uh, in Detroit, the new offense. So we'll lock him in and then we'll see what tight ends get back to me. Ideally looking at either Komet or Njoku. Um, Jamal Williams goes, um, Pacheco goes, and then Frymuth. All right. So looking at some guys that are definitely further down in the ADP, um, running backs, uh, Boston Scott's interesting. I think. The way the Eagles were using Will, him. would you like some breaking news? Oh, breaking news. Good. Put it on. Yeah. Me. This is going to be very old news um, for everyone when they're seeing this podcast. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers agree on a restructured one-year contract. Hmm. Does that make him more easy to trade? Maybe. I mean, they got to make a move like now. Yeah. I mean, otherwise he's just sitting there as the backup. Yeah. So I don't know what's how ha- he hasn't been like he's not involved in any of the meetings and stuff. So like I don't even know if he's on the team if he'd be the back. I mean I guess he would, um, but I don't know. That's courtesy of Underdog. I'm not really seeing it anywhere else. But uh, that is the push I just got. Yeah, indeed. Oh yeah, 49ers. Here we go. The 49ers subreddit. Um, he's finalizing a new contract and making the highest paid backup in the NFL. A solution that keeps Jimmy G on the roster while making it clear that Trey Lance, it's Trey Lance's team going forward. I don't know if that's worrisome or not. Yeah, I mean, don't know what to make. Kind of scares me. Doesn't like indicate one way or the other specifically. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm assuming it's a nobody wants to trade for him, so we'll keep him as an insurance policy. Yeah. Um, but you could definitely see it as a. Maybe Trey Lance, they're kind of worried about. I wouldn't think so. It's too late to be making that move. Yeah, People will spin it that way. <laughs> anyway, along with your pick. I apologize. No, no. Breaking news. Hot off the presses. Definitely taking Jimmy Garoppolo now. Thank you for the update. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but um, no, as, as I mentioned, there's a couple running backs I like. Not really a ton of receivers, so... Just going to take the one that I want here in KJ Osborne and then just nab a running back in the next round. I think Osborne you know, has the opportunity to step up and, and you know, solidify himself as the third receiver in the offense or possibly better. If you know what I talked about with Adam Thielen earlier goes the other way, you could see maybe KJ Osborne step into a even more lead role. So going to lock in Osborne first. After him, Rondell Moore, Zamir White, Gus Edwards, and Kirk Cousins um, off the board there. Um, so then it comes back to me here, not having a ton of running backs available that I like. Going to go, or sorry, with uh, receivers that I like, just going to go in and, and lock in one more running back here. Um, top on the board, Deontay Foreman, Daryl Williams, Boston Scott, as much P. Ryan, Jeff Wilson. Um, for me, it comes down to Boston Scott, who I think has a good opportunity um, to get some major carries in Philadelphia. They're using him, um, you know, at kind of it's like a 2A, 2B with Kenny Gainwell right now. Um, so I think they're both going to get carries, which may not be great for Gainwell. Uh, it doesn't look like he had a great camp. Um, and they just really trust and use Boston Scott. So I'm going to lock in Boston Scott early on here and just getting a feel for what happens. I mean, 
you will see. I know Miles Sanders has been hurt, so it could be that he's out, you know, early in the season, and we're going to have it, you know, the option to use a Boston Scott. Yeah, we're taking a look here. Unfortunately, Komet did go. Yeah, so um, a couple guys off the board there for you. Yeah, yeah, that hurts. Um, but uh, I don't know if we talked about him on the last podcast or I just I chatted you after, but. And Joku, I think, is starting to push above Komet for me, just given the Brissett tight end history. Um, the Browns' offense should be better than the Chicago offense in general, so more touchdown opportunity. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm always worried because I don't like drafting these tight ends that have not been great for fantasy for years and years and years, um, especially from this tight end class that just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, Evan Ingram sitting here on the board and uh, what's his name's down here somewhere. Um, oh, I'd, I'd call OJ call Howard. Out, yeah. I'd call David and Joku for you there. I, I, I'm rising on him. I think he is someone that's going to benefit from the Watson not playing and Brissett playing. I was reading Brissett has like one of the highest like tight end uh, target yeah. rates. Yep. So I could really see him, you know, because he's a crazy athletic tight end. You know, when he has the opportunity, he has the talent. I like him as like a late tight end option if you do punt at the position and wait, you know, until yeah, yeah, and that's that's increasingly the way I'm going. So I think he is going to be the pick here. Um, Irv Smith seems okay, but you don't know if he's going to be starting. Hunter Henry is not a bad pick, um, but doesn't have. I don't think the same upside. Albert O is a good shout out. Yeah. You believe in that Denver offense and, you know, him being the guy. Uh, that's a good one. You know, no fans. Okay. Everett maybe, but he's had so many opportunities. Tunyon seems to be better and in, in ready to play. I mean, it just seems in Joker makes the most sense given, you know, the quarterback preference, the offense still being pretty good. The lack of weapons around them. Um, Seems like a solid guy. So I think because of him and, and Komet, I'm really coming off my Dalton Schultz stuff. And this Gallup news. I didn't know this Gallup stuff. So yeah, Gallup yeah, is we'll uh, looking good. Starts, that hurts Schultz. Yeah, I mean, we were all worried about him and, and you know, James Washington taking over. And then the Washington injury and the rookie, um, Tolbert, not looking great in camp. I think. Yeah, like everything lined up for Schultz. They, yeah. they had to, Mr. Necessary kind of. But yeah. a good Mr. Necessary. Nice callback. Um, yeah, I know. Thank you. Um, but, you know, if Gallup's back in three weeks and is good, then that's going to hurt Schultz quite a bit. And do I want to burn a mid-round pick for a guy that's going to be just an average tight end in, after three weeks where I could grab my last pick in Joku? Yeah, um, banking on Schultz being like a heavy target player. And if that's not the case because other receivers are coming back that are going to demand targets, uh, yeah, it's going to burn you in the middle rounds. Yeah, yeah, that that's worrisome there. So... Um, again, like I'm giving up Adam Thielen. I drafted right before Schultz. So would I rather have Adam Thielen and David Njoku or David Schultz and Josh Palmer? Yeah. You know, there's a big difference there. So I'm just going to lock in Njoku. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and he's going to be my guy that I tag team with, uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah. I like that. Cause you could start it early and, you know, kind of really feel out what you got there in Njoku. But if you see it working out early on. You can quickly pivot there. Uh, so I think that's a good pairing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was your draft grade? Yeah, this time one of the better ones I've had here from Fantasy Pros, a B plus, 88 out of 100. Okay, I got a, a B plus, but it was an 87 out of 100. Oof, very close. That's what you get for drafting two tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't like that. Although, 
you know, the, the algorithm does take multiple quarterbacks, multiple tight ends here and there. So they, you know, can't be all against that. Maybe it's not all. Yeah. They got to like it to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> that is very fair. Well, let's go ahead and recap our teams. Um, I drafted out of the one Oh four position, uh, at quarterback. I have Aaron Rodgers at running back. It's Eckler, Aaron Jones, Zeke, Miles Sanders, Daryl Henderson, at tight end or at wide receiver, quite a list here. T. Higgins, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman, Adam Thielen, Chris Olave, Johan Dotson, and DJ Chark. And then at tight end, the combo of Zach Ertz and Njoku. Um, I like the team. I mean, very powerful at the, the running back position. Um, and I think wide receiver is pretty strong as well with a lot of, you know, young upside with Mooney, Tig- uh, Higgins, Bateman, Olave, Dotson. If I miss on all of them, I'm doomed. Um, but you know, some are more dark throws than others. Uh, overall, it's pretty solid. I, I hate drafting two tight ends, but I'm okay with what I've done here considering they're so late. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is interesting. I've never done a, I think a regular mock or a real draft and ended up with Aaron Rodgers. So that's kind of weird to see. Um, but overall, I like it, which you tend to do in 10 team leagues. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. How about you drafting out of the eight spot? Eight spot, I'm pretty happy with the team here. Quarterback, got Justin Herbert. Uh, running backs, Alvin Kamara, Chase Edmonds, Damian Harris, Sean Penny, Kareem Hunt. And Tyler Algier, as well as Boston Scott. So I wanted to get some depth there as my RB2 and beyond. It wasn't too strong. Uh, wide receiver, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Robert Woods, Chase Claypool, Michael Gallup to put on the IR, and K.J. Osborne. And then rounded out with Dallas Goddard. Um, overall, pretty good. You know, always feel bad if I don't have stronger RB depth than that, but... Being able to get Justin Herbert where I got him, you know, gives a big positional advantage there. Um, Dallas Goddard, I think, is really good value. So having those positions, you know, pretty firmly locked up in my opinion, and, and having the top end receivers that I have uh, with Alvin Kamara, feel pretty good. Just need a couple of those running backs to hit, and I, I should be in good shape. Beautiful. Um, well, I hope this helps. This draft is last uh, one. When this this weekend. Uh, yeah, this draft is going to be uh, the morning after our draft Friday night. Woof. Yeah, <laughs> Man, that's back to back. So yeah, it'll be busy, like 2 p.m. Busy 12 hours. Yeah, 2 p.m., let's say. Oh, but, 2 p.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Time get over there on okay. noon, probably get everything set up. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's draft weekend. Labor Day weekend is, is currently dubbed draft weekend. Oh, a wonderful time. Mm hmm. Beautiful. Well, uh, if uh, any of you out there have your drafts this weekend, good luck. Um, this will be our last mock of the year, and then we'll transition into a uh, waiver show that will be coming out on Tuesday mornings. That's usually around, I think, like 20 minutes, I think is what we did. And yes. Then, uh, now, do we uh, We may not have a waiver one next week because it is week one, yeah. right? I mean, Yeah, it, yeah, we'll have to skip that. Yeah. Um, um, then we could you know, maybe just do a heavier start-sit week um, for week one there, but or yeah. come up with something else. We'll see. Keep an eye on the, on the feeds there to see if there's anything else that comes up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So until then, folks, good luck in your draft and trust your board.